Holes again. If you listen to last Tuesday's episode, I put it out there that I think me and my producer should do videos. So I'm pushing for that because I have had actually some response from people that have said, yes, we need to see her and her bad basketball miming skills. And I'm totally up for that. I'm recording from home again because that's what I do and I have the beautiful equipment for my dulcet tones. Sella Carlotta. I remember when Gina Riley used to do this character on Fast Forward and all of those shows and she used to sound like this and she used to go, Hello and welcome to the Saturday show. Hello, young lovers. I'm Eleonora Lagore. It's Thursday night and this is the Saturday show. We've got a piss elegant show for you tonight. So let's bring the kids out now as we I go think we to should Gary. have Gina Riley on the show. And I'll only talk to her like this. And I'll get her to start doing all of the things that I loved, like hither and thither. From the Auckland Tourist Authority, putting the orc back into Auckland. (laughs) If you know Gina, can you please send her this episode and tell her she has been summoned by me and we need to have an accent off. Now... I don't know if you've seen my Instagram lately. I'm sure you have, but I just had a family professional photography shoot with my family, my immediate family, right, which consists of Sissy Mombo and Autumn Beryl. Now, it was hilarious and as you, <laughs> Rachie's showing me the photo of Sissy. That's her just midair about to catch a treat. <laughs> Everything's done with treats with dogs, as you could imagine. Um, I know, I know that there is a photo of them side by side on a cushion, like um, a bench seat, whatever you call that, a poof. And... <laughs> Stop showing me. You're distracting me from my episode. Um, My friend Joe, who is also a foster carer, absolutely. You know when you go into new ventures and you always meet someone that is your people? Joe's my people. Like we just immediately hit it off and she was so helpful and encouraging and generous and um. We, we would started chatting on the phone. We're both the same age, so we are old school phone talkers and, you know, that doesn't happen a lot anymore. So we, we call each other and chat. That's what I love about Heidi Arena as well. We call each other and chat. Um, so, yeah, Sissy and Autumn got a lot of treats that day, let me tell you that much. Um, but they didn't <laughs> – they didn't <laughs> – they didn't do the things we wanted them to do. So, and, and dogs never do unless they're already trained and you can get them to stand up on their back freaking legs. They were amazing though. They looked amazing. They, it came out amazing. You know, you only need a split second of perfection and Joe captures it. So that's all you need. The rest is chaos, not organised chaos either. The other thing I did this week, if you've watched my stories, is I helped, helped, I was 
there <laughs> during the birth of 11 puppies. Now, not I wasn't there for the whole 11 because this birth went for a really long time, as dog births normally do because they have litters and they take like half an hour between an hour sometimes was between each puppy, but I had to leave because I couldn't see anymore. I was so tired and I had to drive. Like it's a good 40-minute drive from where my um my foster carer lady lives and this dog was really small, is really small, and she had 11 puppies. This was her fifth litter, fifth. One, one dog, if you're going to have a litter, should have one litter a lifetime. Please, please, please know this. These are the mums that get left behind when you buy a puppy, whether it be from a breeder, a pet shop, or wherever, backyard, ethical, like these are not ethical. An ethical breeder will breed one litter per dog and then they'll, you know, get going. So, yeah, but did you know? This is a statistics that's old, so I'd say it's way more now. It ta- it would take five years to get rid of just our rescue dogs. Oh, sis is going off. What are you doing? What's out there? Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Thank you. Thank you. I found out that with dogs, if you thank them for barking – they will stop and because they feel like they've done their job rather than yelling at them to stop because if you yell at them, they think you're chiming in and yet both of you yelling at the person outside. So if you go, good dog, thank you, you did your job, they go, oh, good dog. Thank you. I can bark at anyone. Anyway, back to my rant. Um, it would take five years and that's probably more now because of the pandemic. You know, we they were run out. People were waiting for their dogs, which is an old school thing, you know, where you go to a breeder and you wait for your puppy to be born. Um, so the the cruel reality is these mums, litter after litter. And you know what? While I was with Sala and I was watching her do the most amazing job that I think the female of any species can do, all I could think of was my autumn because Zala was exhausted. And she kept having a break and lying down. And then the panting would start, which, you know, meant contractions. Like they just, they don't whinge. They don't, you know. I've read that if you never told a woman that it's painful to give birth, there'd be a big difference in birthing. Whether that's true or not, I don't know because I've never freaking given birth and I certainly don't want to lessen the pain that is human birth because it seems to be very painful, whereas you watch animals, not so painful. Why is that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything. But I'm watching Zala thinking of Autumn, who when you touch her stomach, filled with hernias from the amount of litters that she had. I don't know how many litters um, Audius had because they don't tell us anything when they, you know, give us their do- sell us their dogs. And I was like, you've been through this so many times and you would have been like, like, Zala, let me touch you, let me touch your puppies because not all mums do that. Anyway, it was incredible and I got nothing 
but beautiful responses from people who watch those stories. Those stories are now in my highlights, in a highlights reel, so you can watch them anytime. But everyone thanked me for showing them. And I thought that was wonderful. And you know what? Marianne, who runs our organisation, she was so chuffed at that. She was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah. Like they, there were some people saying, I didn't know that they came in individual sacks. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. I didn't know this. Thank you for showing me. Oh, I've shown my daughter that, show my child that. Birth. How amazing. Here's a female for you today. She male, female, it's coming in the emails. I could do that for a really long time, just FYI. Used to drive Angie insane. It didn't. She loved it. Hi, Evie. I'm currently grieving the loss of a family member. I'm so sorry. I know you've been on your own grief journey, not only with your mum, but also when you recently lost Bev and your friend Tom. I was wondering if you could impart any of your warm Evie advice on me. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for making the podcast. I love listening every week, Katie. Oh, Katie, thank you. Um, I'm so sorry that you've lost a family member. You know what? We all die. God, start out with a macabre fact. None of us are making it out of here alive. But losing someone really close, I think I think a parent is the worst. My friend, my friends, Sarah, Kirsty and Rennie, Maguire, they all just lost their beautiful dad, Michael, the other day and I spoke to Sarah and Kirsty because um, they've all gone to Hong Kong, which is where he lived, to... Um, you know, to do all the things and they're just so young. They were too young. Like they're in their 30s, 20s still. Like that's way too young to lose a parent and they didn't get to say goodbye because it was sudden. Um, and, I, you know, I said to them, well, Sarah, who I'm really close to, um, just take time for yourself, feel it. Also, if you're the one organising everything, which I was the one with my mum, you know, you, you, you go into the mode of compartmentalising and that's a really important thing that we somehow do and you just – and you know that person in the family that's always going to be that one to do it and you know there are people in the family who can't do it and there are people in the family who can't handle. So know that everyone has their own way but for you, whichever you are, the one that can handle or the one that just can't deal. Because you know what? Sometimes that changes. I remember my mum was the one that could handle all the time. But the older she got, the less she was the strong one holding us all together. And then I watched my cousin kind of take that role as my mum couldn't handle anymore. She, she'd seen too much. She'd lost too many and it it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. She finally just broke. 
Um, pets are like obviously like children. I can't imagine losing an, a, a child, but I do know what it's like to lose a fur child. And all I can say is go easy on yourself. Don't try to be better. Don't try to get better. You know, don't put a time limit on your grief. So one thing that every therapist and every grief book will say, please don't put a time limit on your grief because it happens naturally, the time limit. It, it, it will happen naturally, but you will never, ever be the same, ever, ever from this loss. But you will, it will lessen but it never goes away, ever. Um, but you do start to look at the memories differently, you know, where something would make you lose it. All of a sudden that memory is a really beautiful feeling. Um, you Time is your friend, but if you're impatient, <laughs> time's going to be your enemy. So let this teach you to be patient because time waits for no one um, and you can't control it. And there's so many things you can't control. So relinquish. And that's where I mean go gentle on yourself. When you are feeling it, feel it. Cry. I've told you this before. There is scientific proof that tears are healing. That's why we do them. There is so much relief that comes when you've had that ugly face cry and you're exhausted but you feel released of something that you've been penting up so cry it out because you are getting it out um talk to your friends talk to your family listen to each other let them talk to you um my family uh, are not talkers and that really breaks my heart because if I ask them how they're doing, they don't tell me. My dad, oh, he got angry every time I asked him if he missed mum. So I just stopped asking because he just didn't want to tell me how he felt. He didn't want to acknowledge how he felt. It wasn't even that we didn't even get to the point of not wanting to tell me. He didn't want to feel it. And he doesn't feel it. Instead, what he does is just bottle everything and uh, that's not good for anyone. I mean, that's a hot life half lived, isn't it? Life is about ups and life is about downs. And death is one thing that's going to happen to each and every one of us, whether that gets you before someone else you love, whoever is left behind, it has all the pain and you know someone's dying right now someone just died everyone around you you walk down the street and you don't know if they've just lost someone or they're about to lose someone or they're about to lose their own life you know I always say this to people with road rage don't worry about it don't worry about it you don't know why that person's yelling at you so don't inflame it because you don't know what people have just gone through or going through or about to go through or can't go through or can't deal, can't, you know. 
So be the kindness that they can't be, as hard as that is. And when you figure out how to do it, tell me. (laughs) Audie loves it when I sing. She gets up and goes, are we dancing? Are we dancing? Are we dancing, dancing, dancing? Oh, dancing, dancing. Excuse me. I had a banana before. That was a bit of a banana burp. Okay. I have got random facts this week. Random. Very random. Remember a couple of weeks ago I said to you, I'm not going to do so many sayings because I'm running out. I'm going to start just doing random facts. Last week I did racist (laughs) sayings and where they came from. That was good, wasn't it? I don't know if, if you found it any good or not, but I did. I did found it something anyway. Anyway, at any rate, I have four. Did you know once upon a time a pig in Australia stole 18 beers from a campsite, got drunk and then tried to fight a cow? <laughs> Oink. Oh, should I say? Oink. Oink, oink, come here. Come here and I'll fight you. <laughs> Why are there so many of you? <laughs> I wonder who won. I'd like to know who won. All right, did you know that fleas can jump distances 200 times their body length? Fun. That's like you and I, Rachie, jumping the length of almost four football fields. I do that all the time, actually. What did you say? What are you what are you charading me? I'm small. I'm short. So? I'm short too, but I can jump that far. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Did you know ants can lift 50 times their body weight? She did know that one. That's like us lifting an escalator filled with people. So that's a lot. That's a lot. You'd have to be pretty strong. I don't even think Hulk Hogan could do that. I don't even think John Cena or The Rock could do that. And they are strong men. Eh, meh, yeah, strong. Last one. When a bald eagle, I don't know why they're called bald because they're not, loses a feather, it will automatically shed the same feather on the other side to maintain the balance. Whoop, whoop, nature, you're fun. I just did the worst white woman dance and that is when we're lucky we don't have video. But I think video would be good. Oh, we have video on um, our Thursday eps, don't we, Rachie? So I think a video would be good. Just Rach saying nothing but movements and laughter and me just talking incessantly. Who doesn't want that? Mm? Who wouldn't want that? I love you all. I will be in your ear holes again on Thursday with a special guest, Jess Eva, who, who doesn't love Jess? We talk about stuff like The Block, We talk about stuff like her new show. We talk about stuff like her um, her partner who has depression. We talk about stuff. We just talk about stuff. And she's quite an insightful woman. 
we do love her. We talk about things like your show getting cancelled, radio, TV, how you deal with that kind of thing. So please listen. 